Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber, and I'm a stage four young adult lymphoma cancer survivor. As someone who's been there through a cancer diagnosis, years of chemotherapy, and side effects, including total hair loss, I'm here to guide you and your loved ones through cancer. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others you know who are also facing cancer. Today's show is the second and final part of a two-part show on sarcoma. Let's jump right back in where we left off last week, discussing treatment options. Radiation therapy is the use of high-energy x-rays or other particles to destroy cancer cells. A doctor who specializes in giving radiation therapy to treat cancer is called a radiation oncologist. Since sarcomas are rare, it is very important to talk with a radiation oncologist who has experience treating sarcomas. A radiation therapy regimen or schedule usually consists of a specific number of treatments given over a set period of time. Radiation therapy may be done before surgery to shrink the tumor so that it may be more easily removed, or it may be done after surgery to remove any cancer cells left behind. Radiation therapy may make it possible to do less surgery, often preserving critical structures in the arm or leg if the sarcoma is located in one of those places. Radiation therapy can damage normal cells, but because it is focused around the tumor, side effects are usually limited to those areas. The most common type of radiation treatment is called external beam radiation therapy, which is radiation given from a machine outside the body. The way external beam radiation is used has changed over the past 20 years. It is now possible to give many small beams of radiation that turn on and off as the radiation machine rotates around the body. This is called intensity-modulated radiation therapy, or IMRT, and is now typically used for sarcomas. IMRT focuses more radiation on the tumor site and less on the normal tissues. As a result, there are fewer side effects than there were in the past. Proton therapy is a type of external beam radiation treatment that uses protons rather than x-rays. Like x-rays, protons can destroy cancer cells. It is most commonly used in parts of the body close to critical structures, for example, near the spinal cord or at the base of the brain. 
In addition, radiation treatment using heavier charged particles known as carbon ion radiation therapy is being studied for the treatment of sarcomas in Japan, Germany, and China. In some hospitals, Part of the planned radiation therapy can be given during surgery. This approach can decrease the need to expose normal tissue to radiation. Side effects from radiation therapy depend on what part of the body receives radiation. They may include fatigue, mild skin reactions, upset stomach, and loose bowel movements. In the short term, radiation can cause injury to the skin that looks like a sunburn. This is usually treated with creams that keep the skin soft and help relieve discomfort. Radiation therapy can also affect wound healing. Most side effects go away soon after treatment is finished. In the long term, radiation can cause scarring that affects the function of an arm or a leg. Radiation therapy can damage the bowels, liver, kidneys, or other internal organs when it is used to treat STS of the retroperitoneum, abdomen, or pelvis. Systemic therapy is the use of medication to destroy cancer cells. This type of medication is given through the bloodstream to reach cancer cells throughout the body. Systemic therapies are generally prescribed by a medical oncologist, a doctor who specializes in treating cancer with medication. Common ways to give systemic therapies include an intravenous or IV tube placed into a vein using a needle or in a pill or capsule that is swallowed orally. The types of systemic therapies used for sarcomas include chemotherapy, targeted therapy, and immunotherapy. A person may receive one type of systemic therapy at a time or a combination of systemic therapies given at the same time. They can also be given as part of a treatment plan that includes surgery and or radiation therapy. The medications used to treat cancer are continually being evaluated. Talking with your doctor is often the best way to learn about the medications prescribed for you, their purpose, and their potential side effects or interactions with other medications. It is also important to let your doctor know if you are taking any other prescription or over-the-counter medications or supplements. Herbs, supplements, and other drugs can interact with cancer medications. Chemotherapy is medication that keeps cancer cells from growing, dividing, and making more cells. Cancer cells grow and divide faster than normal cells. However, normal cells also grow and divide, so the side effects of chemotherapy are due to the treatment's effects on normal cells that are growing and dividing.
A chemotherapy regimen or schedule usually consists of a specific number of cycles given over a set period of time. A patient may receive one drug at a time or a combination of different drugs given at the same time. Chemotherapy for sarcoma can usually be given as an outpatient treatment. Chemotherapy is often used when a sarcoma has already spread. It may be given alone or in combination with surgery, radiation therapy, or both. For example, certain types of sarcomas may be treated with chemotherapy before surgery to make the tumor easier to remove. Chemotherapy given before surgery may be called by different names, including preoperative chemotherapy, neoadjuvant chemotherapy, or induction chemotherapy. If a patient has not received chemotherapy before surgery, chemotherapy may be given to destroy any microscopic tumor cells that remain after a patient has recovered from surgery. Chemotherapy given after surgery is called adjuvant chemotherapy or postoperative chemotherapy. The side effects of chemotherapy depend on the individual and the dose used, but they can include fatigue, risk of infection, nausea and vomiting, hair loss, loss of appetite, and diarrhea. These side effects usually go away after treatment is finished. In rare cases, there are long-term problems that affect the heart or kidneys or cause second cancers. Targeted therapy is a treatment that targets the cancer's specific genes, proteins, or the tissue environment that contributes to cancer growth and survival, usually by blocking the action of proteins in cells. This type of treatment blocks the growth and spread of cancer cells and limits damage to healthy cells. Not all tumors have the same targets. To find the most effective treatment, your doctor may run tests to identify the genes, proteins, and other factors in your tumor. This helps doctors better match each patient with the most effective treatment whenever possible. In addition, research studies continue to find out more about specific molecular targets and new treatments directed at them. Immunotherapy, also called biologic therapy, is designed to boost the body's natural defenses to fight the cancer. It uses materials made either by the body or in a laboratory to improve target, or restore immune system function. Immunotherapy is generally not approved for the treatment of sarcomas because they have not yet shown significant benefit in most sarcomas. Many recent approved immunotherapy treatments for other types of cancers involve immune checkpoint inhibitors. 
These drugs are given to take the brakes off the body's natural immune response against the cancer in the body. The current immunotherapy treatments can cause problems because these drugs also activate immune responses against normal body parts, leading to side effects from an overactive immune system. In less than 1% of sarcomas, testing on a tumor may show that it has specific problems with repairing DNA damage called microsatellite instability high, MSIH, or mismatch repair deficiency, DMMR. If these problems are present, then a checkpoint inhibitor like Keytruda may be used. In general, checkpoint inhibitors and other immunotherapies to treat sarcoma are still being studied and only considered in clinical trials. Cancer and its treatment cause physical symptoms and side effects, as well as emotional, social, and financial effects. Managing all of these effects is called palliative care or supportive care. It is an important part of your care that is included along with treatments intended to slow, stop, or eliminate the cancer. Palliative care focuses on improving how you feel during treatment by managing symptoms and supporting patients and their families with other non-medical needs. Any person, regardless of age or type and stage of cancer, may receive this type of care. And it often works best when it is started right after a cancer diagnosis. People who receive palliative care, along with treatment for the cancer, often have less severe symptoms, better quality of life, and report that they are more satisfied with treatment. Palliative treatments vary widely and often include medication, nutritional changes, relaxation techniques, emotional and spiritual support, and other therapies. You may also receive palliative treatments similar to those meant to get rid of the cancer, such as chemotherapy, surgery, or radiation therapy. Before treatment begins, talk with your doctor about the goals of each treatment in the treatment plan. You should also talk about the possible side effects of the specific treatment plan and palliative care options. During treatment, your healthcare team may ask you to answer questions about your symptoms and side effects and to describe each problem. Be sure to tell the healthcare team if you are experiencing a problem. This helps the healthcare team treat any symptoms and side effects as quickly as possible. It can also help prevent more serious problems in the future. Different treatments may be recommended for each stage of sarcoma. Your doctor will recommend a specific treatment plan for you based on the cancer stage and other factors. 
Clinical trials may also be a treatment option for each stage. When considering the treatment plan, doctors will often divide sarcomas into two categories, curable and treatable. Curable sarcomas can be completely removed from the body with the goal of preventing it from coming back. Treatable sarcomas cannot be totally removed from the body, but can be controlled for some time with treatments. In many cases, stage 1 to stage 3 sarcoma is curable, and stage 4 or metastatic sarcoma is treatable. Stage 1 sarcoma At this early stage, sarcoma can often be completely removed with surgery. Treatment with radiation therapy before and or after surgery may be recommended. Stage 2 sarcoma. Stage 2 sarcoma is often high-grade and can grow and spread quickly. Treatments at this stage include surgery plus radiation therapy. If the tumor is hard to reach, radiation therapy may be used first to shrink the tumor. This is called neoadjuvant therapy. Or if the tumor can be removed with surgery, radiation therapy may be used afterward to reduce the risk of the cancer coming back. Stage 3 sarcoma is also high-grade and larger. Treatment will involve a combination of surgery and radiation therapy. Chemotherapy may also be added to the treatment plan. Radiation therapy, chemotherapy, or both may be given before and or after surgery to shrink tumors and lower the risk of the cancer coming back. Metastatic or stage 4 sarcoma. If cancer spreads to another part in the body from where it started, doctors call it metastatic cancer. If this happens, it is a good idea to talk with doctors who have experience in treating it. Doctors can have different opinions about the best standard treatment plan. Clinical trials might also be an option. Your treatment plan may include medications and other palliative treatments to help remove symptoms and side effects. In addition to providing symptom relief, medical treatments such as chemotherapy may also slow the spread of the cancer. The type of medical treatment that is recommended will depend on many factors, such as the type of sarcoma, which treatments you have received before, and your medical history. Clinical trials involving new drugs or combinations of drugs may also be considered. Surgery may be used to remove individual metastases, especially if the cancer has spread to a lung, but only a small percentage of people benefit from this. Radiation therapy can also be used to help relieve symptoms and side effects.
If cancer has spread to the liver, localized treatments may be recommended, such as surgery, radiation therapy, and chemotherapy. Occasionally, when the tumor is not growing, a watch-and-wait approach, also called active surveillance, may be used. This means that the patient is closely monitored and active treatment begins only if the tumor begins to grow. Here's a few questions you will want to consider asking, and I'll share a whole list on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page this next week. What type of sarcoma do I have? Has this diagnosis been reviewed by a pathologist who is experienced in the diagnosis and classification of sarcoma? What stage and grade is the sarcoma? What does this mean? What does my diagnosis mean? Where is the tumor located? Should I see a sarcoma specialist? Was my case discussed in a tumor board or other multidisciplinary conference? What does this mean? Here's some questions to ask about choosing a treatment and managing side effects. What are my treatment options? What treatment plan do you recommend and why? What is the goal of each treatment? Is it to eliminate the cancer, help me feel better, or both? What are the possible side effects of this treatment, both in the short term and the long term? Here's some questions to ask about having surgery. Should I have a biopsy before surgery? What will happen during this surgery? How long will the operation take? How long will I be in the hospital? How much experience does this surgeon have with sarcoma? How many sarcoma operations have they done in the past year? Here's a couple questions to ask about having radiation therapy. What type of radiation therapy is recommended? How experienced is the radiation oncologist with sarcoma? How many people with sarcoma have they treated in the past year? And finally, here's some questions to ask about having systemic therapy using medication. What type of treatment is recommended? What is the goal of this treatment? How experienced is the medical oncologist with sarcoma? How many people with sarcoma have they treated in the past year? As always, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dose of Joy. If you enjoy this show, the best way to help is by leaving a five-star review wherever you're listening in. Contact the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com if you have a speaking request where you would like me to speak at your hospital or cancer treatment center, either live or virtually. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. 
See how far I can go. Watch me put my heart.